right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by our friends at carparts.com. Easy, simple way to get parts dropped right to your front door, garage door, shop door, back door, wherever you want them. And if you're smart enough to go online and check out their mobile experience, I'm telling you, it's the easiest way to do it. I'm not lying. I go easiest route, man. Yeah, you don't have to be that smart. It's so <laughs> intuitively simple. <laughs> Make model year, and what do you want? Yeah, most people understand the part they're ordering. <laughs> At yeah, least they should. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, check it out, carparts.com. All right, so, bro, I'm not sure if you've ever been to this facility. Oh, yeah. I have been. Everybody in motorsports knows the name Z-Max. So today, our guest, man, not only is the man behind the, the micro-lubricant, which is incredible, but we get a little, a little taste into how that entire facility and that compound came to be, which I'm really excited about. I was actually one of the first people ever to experience four-wide like rail cars there, like ungodly, top fuel, like the baddest of the bad cars go four-wide. Um, I, I used to be on the show Pink's All Out, and we did uh, we went four wide there back in the day for the first time, and it was something that entire region was, bro, it was wall-to-wall with people, thousands, <laughs> 20, 30, 40,000 people there. Uh, it was something that you have never seen, witnessed, felt, or even heard before, bro. It, it made organs rumble for days. I like to rumble my organs. You know, I, I don't know why. I think anybody that likes top fuel and funny car, I mean, I think they like to rumble their organs too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just seeing the facility and the man a little bit, you know, it's funny because I lived in Charlotte for a little while right after I, I went to college for a short while. I got hired in radio. You know, most of you know my regular nine to five is is I'm a radio show, morning show uh, out in Denver. And it was so funny because I went to Charlotte and quickly found, you know, the love that I really have, you know, and have had my entire life, cars, it was a really big epicenter 
for cars. Just the street scene was unreal, the racing scene. Not only do you have, you know, Charlotte Motor Speedway, but rumors of this massive, you know, racing complex being built. Uh, the footprint that was Charlotte Motor Speedway was colossal. It was just unbelievable. Uh, and motorsports just, man, it permeated everything. It's the only city I've ever lived in, bro, where the car part, the automotive stores, were open 24 hours. What? And, and tell me, dude, I, I, I used to think that was like common, right? I get to a big city <laughs> and all your auto part stores are open 24 hours because everybody's wrenching on their hot rod, especially if you're street racing, you know, late in the wee hours of the night, you know, and everybody's, you know, making stripes at one o'clock in the morning. So it, it was nothing to run down to your local, you know, your auto parts store and get a nitrous tank filled at 2 a.m. <laughs> like there's no shenanigans going on there. Yeah, well, Charlotte's an amazing town. I mean, it's got Mooresville right right on the outskirts. You know, it's NASCAR land, and it's really drawing in motorsports of all sorts, even the hot rod builders, you know, the Detroit Speed guys. You know, there's so much talent. There's so much history there, and that Z-Max facility is tops. I mean, it is awesome. You have to go and see some racing going on there. Oh, you just got to go witness. And they have a lot of cool events there. Uh, if you're fortunate enough to land, you know, some evening or night or an event where they're running four wide, man, I don't care what the price of that ticket is. When you're sitting there and you're watching, you know, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of horsepower rip in front of you you know you're talking 40 50 thousand horsepower right all <laughs> yeah. fighting for position and jockeying and who's you know got too much clutch in it who's ripping the tires off who's overpowered track and who's winning man it is such an unbelievable event really recommend if you're in that part of the world um you should know they got two locations to do that uh you can go either to vegas or to the og of four wide uh that would be z max Man, and it is, I'm telling you, it is intense. And I feel like they live that same sort of attitude and that bravado, like we're going to be the best. We're going to go out there and earn it and fight for it. And we're going to make people like just like stare in disbelief at what we've created. I feel like they approach the, the same thing with all their, you know, their micro lubricants. If you guys haven't seen, they really took that avenue uh, and aggressively went after some issues, problems, and you know, some things that we all fight, which is, you know, friction and carbon buildup and how to reduce emissions, just more efficiency. Yeah. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we're back in just a minute. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Byrd. I am Willie B. It's presented by carparts.com. I'm telling you, man, this is so simple, you guys. I feel like everybody has a phone. Every one of, I feel like the people that listen to this podcast definitely will need a car part here and there. So the easiest way to make that happen, supply and demand, carparts.com. They got a great warranty. They'll drop it. They'll ship it. You can keep up to date where it's at, when it's going to land, uh, all kinds of good stuff. And the price, you can't beat, man. You can't beat, and I can't, I can't believe the selection. 
I don't think there's anything I haven't found yet. Right? I mean, we're dealing with stuff that new cars, you're like, okay, yeah, new cars, repair, whatever. Uh, body panels, headlights, taillights, you know, all the way to the old cars, right? I, I found 70, 70 motors for my uh, 70 Roadrunner. Uh, the the window motor for the passenger side, hard as hell to find. They had it. I got it within like three days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stuff for us hot rod guys, painless wiring systems. We just got a radiator for a 71 Duster. Like, it's amazing the selection and parts that they have. And like you said, the prices to go with them, mind blow. Yeah, man. Uh, find yours, carparts.com. And I'm stoked, man. Uh, for you guys in the racing world, in the car enthusiast world, the name Z-Max just synonymous with performance. And the man behind that brand joins us now. Dan Chittick is his name. Dan, he's the VP General Manager of ZMAX. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for your time, Dan. And I got to tell you, dude, you are, uh, you're overseeing a car guy's dream. I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, uh, I really am. You know, I'm from Detroit myself and you know, getting, to, getting to work with this brand is amazing. Yeah, man, I got, I got to ask, you know, you're obviously a car guy. Sure. Um, have you had, I don't know, what are a couple of your favorite car stories, hot rods, old builds, new builds? What do you got working right now? Um, what what tied you to the car world? Yeah, man, uh, you know, grew up in the Midwest, Cleveland, Detroit, spent a good yeah. part of my life uh, in, in Detroit. Huh. And, huh. You know, <laughs> exactly. There you go. Uh, <laughs> that to do it. <laughs> uh, you, know, and, and, you know, I don't need to tell you guys, everybody from Detroit has a car, uh, you know, uh, growing up, what, what do we have in our house? You know, my dad was a poor preacher, but still somehow found money to have old cars. And, uh, you know, we had, uh, what we had, we had a 65 Mustang for a while, uh, 68 Camaro. And then, you know, when I uh, grew up, moved out, uh, I was rolling, I was rolling around in a 66 Mustang. Um, and then yeah, figured out car seats don't fit in the back. So I had to, <laughs> I had to swap something out, but, but yeah, man, I, uh, you know, get, getting to work, uh, getting to work in this space is, uh, is amazing. Yeah, man. Super cool. Now, you know, being the kind of the man of, of Z max, the VP and, and GM, uh, I imagine you get an inside look to the world that is micro lubricants, and as as weird as it is to sort of dive into, that's an, an avenue that really Zmax has taken an aggressive sort of foothold on because there was really nobody serving it in the way you guys have have looked at it through you know through the lens you do. So what's different about you guys that a lot of people wouldn't think about? So, I mean, from a product standpoint, you know, what's, what's different about our stuff is, you know, we're, we're, we're not a solid, right? We're not an additive. Um, it's, you know, when you buy a bottle of Z-Max, it's, it's 100% active ingredient. You know, it's, it's a lubricant at its core. So, um, that, you know, that's, that's what I would call, you know, the main differentiator. You know, you, know, you guys have, have helped support our, uh, our brand for years. I'm sure the listeners know, you know. Soaks in the metal as metal as metal expands and contracts. It, it soaks in under heating and cooling cycles, and you know it does all the incredible things that uh, you know that that our loyal customers know about. Um, but you know the differentiator is really how it works. You know as opposed to a, to an additive that's going in there and uh, acting as a friction modifier. Um, you know as a solid, it's you know it's it's more of a a liquid lubricant and and soaking in at a more molecular level to get super technical. Hey, Kevin, I, I know you're going to go gooey here because uh, you got the know-how and, and the knowledge to do so, but isn't it weird? I bet people are shocked knowing what you do, how much metal expands and contracts, right? How much, you know, when I read the stories of the St. Louis arches and how they, you know, they left it in the evening, 
right? And it was getting ready to, to tie the arches together and they come back the next morning and it was three feet apart, you know, four feet apart. <laughs> and they're like, wow. Um, you read that in a museum, you're like, how is that possible? But you have an insight into really how metal moves in that regard, uh, regarding temperature. Is it shocking even for you today to see how metal moves in that regard? Oh, it's a constant engineering challenge, right? I mean, you think about an engine and it'd go from, you know, maybe it's minus 40 up in the Arctic tundra to just cranking hot speeds on a NASCAR track or, you know, towing up a, you know, a Loveland Pass, right? With a, a big load behind the truck. Um, so you've got to deal with everything within the engine, expanding and contracting and different rates because uh, there's different temperatures, right? Close, close to the combustion system is extremely hot. You're trying to wick away with, you know, the coolant and whatnot. But those temperatures are so much hotter than even just, you know, uh, you know, five, 10 millimeters away where the coolant is now hitting the jacket. So you got these uh, transitions that cause high stresses. And then you got different materials that are expanding differently. So aluminum's expanding at quite a different rate than cast iron and steel. Yeah, there's so many dissimilar, dissimilar metals in an engine. And all the components differentiate. That's got to be a that's got to be a nightmare to try to logistically work out each equation on what the metal is going to do. Yeah, we 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 have such complex uh, analytical software tools where we model the entire engine. We model all the let's say the heat you know going in the coolant flow you know where it's it's ejecting from, finding the sort of balance of what the final metal temperatures are and then we map kind of how the engine is moving and distorting and what does it do to cylinder bores and shapes and crank bore alignment and when you start to edge load and that's where you know getting into some of these lubricants and things like that when you start getting even just from temperature not even under load uh the temperature loads can be just as high as a firing load sometimes because of that stress and so when you get any kind of edge loading contact uh, man, it's great to have every bit of protection, uh, every bit of insurance policy you could possibly have in the engine to keep from either wearing it out a, or, or destroying it, right? From, uh, you know, seizure and, and anything else that could go, you know, haywire in fractions of a second. Yeah, it's funny because the same theory applies to like, you know, when you think about it, just re us regular guys building engines, right, where you're gapping rings, right? If you go throw nitrous to it or add boost to it, yeah. you got to put a bigger gap in there. Right, because that ring will close up and it snatch the top of that piston right off. And hey, Dan, I bet you know, knowing how you guys have sort of went after that, that is that's the pathway to some of these lubricants and micro lubricants working in their functionality. Right, is all that expansion and contraction, and the fact that when it's open, you could probably get your lubricants to absorb into those you know those porous places, right? Right. And that's, you know, that, that's, that's the beauty of, you know, our product and then the, the market that we're in, um, you know, you guys can speak, uh, you know, Kevin, after, you know, what he just said, speak much more eloquently about it than I'm going to be able to speak <laughs> about it. But at the end of the day, right. An engine's an engine, um, right. It, like he said, whether it's, you know, negative 40, the frozen tundra, or whether it's, uh, you know, running however many hundred degrees on a, on a track an engine's an engine, it gets hot, it gets cold. Um, and, you know, we've been able to, to experience success uh, in our market because of that, obviously, on the, you know, on the consumer uh, facing side, you know, in retail stores and all of that stuff. But then also with commercial applications, uh, you know, we have several locomotive companies that that use the product because, as you said, at the end of the day, an engine's an engine. Uh, you know, we have our we have our uh, Avblend brand, which is, 
you know, a, an FAA approved additive for piston driven aircraft. Um, you know, so, you know, the, 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 Oh, wow. at the end of the day, like I said, an engine's an engine. And because of that, micro lubricant is effectively a metal treatment. So what I like Kevin said, whether it's aluminum, whether it's cast iron, um, that metal is going to get hot. It's going to get cool. It's going to expand and contract and providing that base layer of lubricity to help reduce friction, you know, prevent dry starts if the engine's been sitting a long time, uh, you know, and as a result of that, help clean up carbon buildup, et cetera, help the engine run cleaner, help it run more efficiently, help it combust better. Um, right, right. Th that's why, you know, th that's why we've been able to experience the success that we have. I remember this video I saw you guys when I was, I, I can't remember if I was actually there at Z-Max when I saw it or um, had a buddy on a NASCAR team. I got to see a lot of cool insight stuff, but there's this video you guys had where it's just this block and I forgot what the metal was. But you would put, I think it's just a couple, like two drops of your Z-Max, you know, micro lubricant on there. And I'm sure it was, you know, it was time lapse, but you would watch that thing just, and that you would watch it wick into the metal and then they would wipe it off and try to like clean it up. But it was already, it was absorbed into the metal. It was like, uh, it's weird to think metal as a sponge, but that's inevitably how it looked in the video. Right. Well, and, you know, as you guys well know, you, metal can feel smooth to the touch, but when you, you know, when you zoom in, when you, when you magnify it 10, 50, 100 times, um, it's got peaks and valleys. It has ridges just like anything else. Sure. So, um, you know, using that principle as, and as those peaks and valleys expand and contract, our product is molecularly structured in such a way that it can fit into those cracks and that's what causes that soaking effect. And yeah, that's a, that demonstration is one we still do. We do it at trade shows and stuff, you know, it's just yeah. a piece of steel, put it on a, put it on a hot plate. And you know, it, it happens over the course of a couple hours. Like you said, you probably saw a time-lapse one, but it's a, it's a pretty cool phenomenon. Yeah, it is actually cool. Ideally you've got oil and you've got an oil film between components, but there are so many situations with the engine, you know, like I said, talk about cold start, you know, you haven't even started pumping the oil. Um, Right, so you got all these stop-start conditions on these newer engines, uh, and then when you just overload the oil film, the oil physically can't uh, hold the loads and pressures. Whether you're racing, you know, high loads, going watt, making huge power, uh, anything that you can do to put that extra layer of protection in there, that lubricity in there, uh, it's going to be huge for wear uh, and, like I said, avoiding failures. I know, Dan, you were talking about trains. It just so happens I uh, I got a buddy who brought me a train piston one time. And if you don't think those things have a load on them, bro, let me tell you, it's it's a five-gallon bucket. It's it's like literally the size of a five-gallon bucket. And you imagine that big old beast rolling up and down a cylinder, you know, and, and let alone the bearings and the crankshaft on that thing. Like it's a, you know, it's a grunt to pick it up. It's They're huge. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, that's, you know, that's, that's the beauty of the product, you know, regardless of what the engine application is and honestly, regardless of what the fuel is, right. Most of those locomotive engines are running diesels. Uh, you know, we've, you can, you know, our product, because it's at its core, a metal treatment for lack of a better explanation, uh, you can use it in your conventional gasoline engine. You can use it with, you know, your racing, uh, your racing fuel, you can use it with diesel. Um, and that, you know, that's, that's why, you know, it's kind of a, a unique product in the market because it's it's a micro lubricant as opposed to you know a conventional additive so to speak i hadn't thought about the fact that you could use it with diesel and gas most most you actually need a different and then i'm sure this goes back to the, the fact that you're not it's not a solid because most there's a differentiation between you know an additive for a diesel 
typically than there is for uh, gasoline. But here it doesn't it really doesn't apply. That's correct. That's correct. And, you know, we we work hard to keep our, you know, keep our testing and keep our, uh, you know, keep our facts as, as up to date. I mean, we just we just did updated in the middle of covid uh, last year. You know, we did uh, we did updated testing uh, on diesel motors with, you know, semi tractor trailers, uh, you know, did, uh, you know, uh, set a baseline with with two identical tractors. They were sister trucks, um, you know, five and six were the end uh, the ending VIN numbers. And, uh, you know, loading them up to 53,000 pounds, ran them for a week and a half without treat Z-Max, uh, switching drivers and, you know, did, did all the control, you know, had a third party do all this for us and treated one with Z-Max, treated one without and, you know, kept running it. And, you know, in that instance, that, that specific test, we saw, you know, a, an average of a 2.1% fuel mileage uh, savings on the treated vehicle, um, and let alone, you know, trying to quantify, uh, you know, what, what it was able to do uh, from a preventative maintenance standpoint inside the engine so um like i said that's you know it's a really long answer to your initial question but that's that's kind of what's different about our product versus other things it's a home run answer man here's the deal we we, we got to take a break right now but more about z max i want to know a little bit about the facility i feel like the history and the man behind z max there's a story there that if you're a motorhead a gear grabber you're gonna love this guy because he was for us motorheads and auto enthusiasts, he was as ballsy as they came. So, yeah, man, we're going to share a little bit of that in just a minute. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, and we're back in just a minute. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. Shout out to those guys. The easiest way to get parts right to your door. And I know nowadays... Man, does it ever beat just walking into that dumb parts store, having a guy who's texting his girlfriend or playing a video game, be like, yeah, man, what's your your make? (laughs) You know, and maybe get it right on the computer. This is you ordering your own parts. So that onus lies right on your shoulders, and that's where I want it for sure. Amen. My favorite part, 90 days to ship anything back. 90 days, man, that's huge. That's huge. You better be done with that job by then and know what you got maybe left over or didn't use. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and have the time to actually get around to getting it back. Exactly. They do make it easy. Uh, our boy Dan Chittick is here. He's the VP of GM of Z-Max. When most people think v- Z-Max, they, they think like just ungodly performance, vicious, just grueling testing. Uh, you see it on their, you know, all their stands. If you've been to the facility, if you've seen the commercials, if you watch racing, you're going to see a Z-Max commercial. If you're anything to do with performance, going fast, and I don't care what it's in, you're going to see Z-Max out there living that same lifestyle, supporting the cause. Uh, and really, Dan, you got to be a part of that, man. You guys are so ingrained with, with racing performance, and it really doesn't matter what it is. As long as it's racing, I feel like you guys are all about it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, cars and speed are in our DNA. You know, our, you know the, the, the founder of our parent company, uh, you know, Bruton Smith, you know, built a, a racing empire on, on one, you know, w- with one hand and then, you know, with his other hand built an automotive empire. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, we're, we're very fortunate to be a part of that, but you know, it's, it, you know, the, the product itself with him is a really cool story. Uh, you know, the product was originally invented in Chicago and, um, he had a, uh, he being, uh, Bruton had a, uh, a car dealership up there. And the founder of the, pro- the inventor of the product's name was Joe Linky. He was a, a mechanic, 
that uh, built B-52 bomber engines back in the 30s, uh, World War II, uh, you know, right out the south side of Chicago. And, um, you know, he saw as he's overhauling all these engines that, you know, if he could figure out a way to help prevent dry starts, uh, they'd be able to get a lot more life out of these. And that was kind of uh, the, the, the idea that sparked the invention of Z-Max. And yeah, so, uh, you know, fast forward a couple of decades and he's, he's got this product and he's, he's selling it, you know, to local car dealerships, you know, World War II is over now. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and uh, you know, Bruton are, saw that, as he's treating his used vehicles and his car dealership with these, that his number of warranty claims is dropping, right? The number of bringbacks is going down. And so he fell in love with the product. And, um, it was, he, you know, as years progressed, um, you know, in the mid nineties, he ended up, you know, purchasing, you know, b- buying the company outright and, you know, making it a part of, of, of what he was doing, you know, on the speedway side. And, uh, you know, so like you said that, uh, you know, that, that's kind of the, the, the gen, it was, it wasn't called Z max at the time when he bought it. That's when it was rebranded as Z max. It's been called a lot of things over the years. Linkite was, was one name, but one of the original names was, uh, oddly enough, speedway cocktail. Uh, I know, right. Selling it in uh, glass bottles. Uh, it's pretty, you know, pretty cool, uh, pretty cool story. Um, or history for any anyways. You know, it's, it's funny, Dan, I lived in, in Charlotte and, uh, understand what a man, that street scene, as far as car scene goes. And, you know, back in the day when I was there, man, Gastonia was a hot spot. We'd run up and down and, and do a hell of a lot of street racing, Cops were cool with it. We took it to a business park, um, you know, and, and <laughs> man, we'd we'd rock, you know, to the wee hours of the night. Uh, I, I will say, man, Bruton Smith's name back in that era was like Mufasa in The Lion King. When people said it, man, it was like, ooh. Like, that dude was such a synonymous, like, just he had all the bravado and this big pers- persona and and sort of just you know there was this thing about Bruton Smith when he put his mind to it you knew because the Charlotte Motor Speedway was such a big hit and he made such an impact there it was gonna be it was gonna be you know a massive success and it was gonna be fueled by you know just inspiration by performance by you know what us car people absolutely love and the town was really excited every time his name came up man uh, my first house was was there in charlotte and the guy my neighbor always listened to nascar radio and the the you know the local charlotte motor speedway radio station and he would they'd always be talking about bruton and they'd have him on a couple times and he was just really a a man beyond words back in that era of of that's the guy we need to bring auto sports and and that enthusiasm to this town and man did he ever Oh man, well yeah, he he's a living legend, right? I mean, NASCAR Hall of Fame, obviously, and then just the things that he's he's done with facilities, uh, you know, his racing facilities over the years. Yeah. Charlotte Motor Speedway, you know, first first track to host a night race, putting condo, you know, if you you've been here, putting yeah. condos on the you know on the track, you know, you can, yeah, <laughs> people can literally live overlooking a racetrack, and then you know <laughs> you know doing it in other places, Atlanta and Texas, you know, the Atlanta Motor Speedway, Texas Motor Speedway. And, um, you know, everything he, you know, everything he did and he built, he's like, this is going to be the biggest and, and this is going to be the best. And, you know, that's something that, you know, his son, Marcus, who's our CEO now has, has carried on, you know, a great legacy of innovation and doing better than what's out there. Yeah. They were always pushing, man. It was so cool to watch that. Right. 
and, and so getting to, you know, getting to have our name ZMAX on, you know, a, a, a piece of that in the form of ZMAX Dragway, which was the, you know, the first four lane drag strip, um, you know, ever made. And, you know, up until two or three years ago, the only one. Um, but again, in typical Speedway Motorsports fashion, we, say, hey, we, we think we want another one of these. So now, you know, yeah. as you mentioned earlier, we've got a uh, we've got a four lane drag strip on the west uh, over towards the west coast in Las Vegas. But, uh, you know, the, the Z-Max Dragway is uh, as far as drag strip go, drag strips go. And uh, Kevin, you've I'm sure you've been to, to Milan Dragway and I grew up going there and it's, oh, it, yeah. you know, great memories there. But, you know, I've never seen a, a drag facility like Z-Max Dragway. It's it's unbelievable. The stands are like a like a like a massive NFL stadium, man. I mean, it's. It's unbelievable, and they pack them there, and they, it, it, it's great. You got easy access to everything in and out of the track. There's means to get around, but, you, you know, for the racers, you know, not to be pulling up in a field or a muddy, dirty pit road or something like that. It's all paved. All the facilities are great. Uh, the midways are popping. Like, it is such an – just an ominous, massive motorsports complex with all the bells and whistles – um, you know, you go up in a tower, you use a big elevator and there's an AC and it's elaborate. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's one of the go-to tracks in the country for so many reasons that you guys have all just rattled off. Right. And to have a backyard with a view like that. I mean, come on, who wouldn't want that? Right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, I live, you know, I live a little further out, but you know, for, for a long time, my wife and I lived about three miles as the crow flies, uh, from the, from the drag strip. And, you know, nine times out of 10, I, I was here working, but every once in a while I would, you know, be home, run home, you know, when there's a break in the action or whatever. And it, when those, you know, when those four top fuel cars would go, it, it, it shakes, it would shake my house three miles away. Like it's bananas. <laughs> unreal. It's bananas. <laughs> yeah, uh, it really is, man. It is something I will never forget just watching and witnessing that myself. It was uh, definitely one of the highlights as far as racing goes. One of the highlights, top three, I'll have to put out there. Uh, well, look, man, I'm sure you, you have an insight. What is, for you, man, you know, you're in charge of the brand, but what was the biggest shock and awe when you showed up at that facility and got the witness in it, you know, in all its glory? Like, what was the craziest thing for you just to see? The first time it was the capacity, the, the first time you saw four wide hit it, the first time you just saw the sheer size of the facility? It, it, it was, it was the sound, right? That, that's the, that's what I, that's the thing that's always going to be burned in my, in my memory. Um, the first time they lined up the four top fuels, uh, you know, I, I distinctly remember it. Um, and you know how, like if you're going around a corner and somebody's hiding behind the corner and they jump out and scare you and you've got <laughs> that, you know, and you've got that, you know, that, that, that shot of adrenaline and that, you know, that, that cold feeling in the pit of your stomach. Yeah, man. It, it was like that, but for as long as it took them to to make it down the track, right? It was just <laughs> not fear, but just like just oh my goodness, what is happening? Yeah. That um that is the memory that uh you know that that that, that stuck out most to me. Obviously, the facility is gorgeous. Um, you know, we're very fortunate to have our name on it. Um, very fortunate to go to work there every day. You know, our, our, the micro lubricants corporate headquarters are in the first floor of that tower. Talk about a cool <laughs> place to go to work, man. Right. Yeah, man. Right. But, but the, you know, that first time, that first event, it was, was just the, the, like, how can something be this loud? Um, yeah. that was the, that was the, that was the memory for sure. 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I I recall that as uh, as a great memory and and one I keep at the top of the the food chain as well for those that 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 facility is a must for anybody that's into drag racing. An absolute must. Um, well, look, man, we're almost out of time. Real fast, I want to get into before we get out of here. Zmax has not only found their home in the micro lubricant world. You know, for engines, for diesel engines, now small aircraft. Can you focus in on some of the different things you guys are now working towards? Um, because a lot of people may not know it's not just aerosols uh, and sprays. Now there's different ways and different um, applications. So can you venture a little bit maybe into some of the things you guys are doing? I know firearms is growing. Yep. Commodity and, and place for you guys, two and four cycle equipment. Um, and, and what else? Yeah, uh, like you said, you know, uh, firearms was a natural extension for the product. It's a metal treatment. What else uh, is made out of metal and gets hot and cold? You know, firearm right, right. would be a you know would be a perfect example of that. So I bet it works well on that. You know, man, it really does. I mean, we've got a lot of like shooters. You know, professional shooters. We got ex Green Berets. I mean, we got we got people that are or in current Green Berets. I shouldn't just say former. Um, you know, that are uh, a lot of former military types using it. They they love it on the on their firearms. Uh, you know, you mentioned the aerosol sprays, uh, you know, we saw an opportunity to, Hey, our product is a lubricant. Let's make it, uh, you know, let's make it a, available for your home, you know, squeaky hinge, what have you, uh, as well as, you know, a line of brake cleaners, things of that nature. So you got a lot of, got a lot of cool things happening that we can, you know, use the brand as kind of a platform for. I don't think we miss it, but they're racing oil. That's right. You're out there running and gunning it, man. Yeah. You want to top off with some of the race oil stuff that's it so you know we got a line of full synthetics you know because of our dna and it, you know one of the other companies that's under our umbrella is u.s legend cars that's the, the largest manufacturer of racing cars in the world um you know they make the the, the the smaller scale legend cars and um you know that was kind of the impetus say we, we've got you know we, we have this outlet um as well as these all of these competitors coming to our facilities let's make more for them let's make things that they want to use in addition to what we already have and so, you know, the line of racing oils and, uh, you know, it's a kind of a natural brand extension because of who we are. Absolutely. Well, tell people where to find you guys, more info about you guys, um, where to check out stuff that if they want to get it on, on your website and whatnot. What's the best avenue for them to uh, get at everything ZMAX is doing? Absolutely. So obviously ZMAX.com is going to have, you know, all the information on our full line. Social media, you know, for the micro lubricant on the retail side, we have ZMAX formula. And then for the race oils and, uh, you know, the, the more performance specific stuff, uh, you can find us on social at ZMAX Race Products. ZMAX Race Products. And would you happen to know, if anybody has never seen ZMAX, uh, the facility, how do they find out info or maybe want to check out some cool pictures of what, or what is four wide racing uh, there? Would you happen to know their social sites too? Absolutely. ZMAX Dragway um, is, you know, is the facilities that's on, you know, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, as well as Facebook. And then if they're looking for a full schedule, because we're part of the Charlotte Motor Speedway complex, full event schedules at charlottemotorspeedway.com. That's awesome, man. All right, you guys. Well, Dan, thanks so much for your time. Keep up the great work. We definitely appreciate it, man. Uh, and make sure you guys check out our show, Air Weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand. Thanks to our guest, Dan Chittick, the VP and GM of ZMAX. My man, Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Our producer, Scoop, and executive producer, Mr. Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. And share your thoughts with us on social. We're everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. 
Now, Two Guys Garage Podcast is a copyright 2021 Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Bro, if you've never been to that facility, man, that'll be a show we could do. You know? Oh, oh man. God. Yes, sir. Get a little behind the look yes. at, at Z-Max. I think we got to drop some hints. Yeah. Yes, drop Dan, some hints. Dan, do you know somebody we could talk to about maybe getting You hearing that? Yeah. I can, I can, I can make a call yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, keep us in mind, man. Uh-huh. That's a show I could get in. <laughs> Hey, we would love we would love to have you guys. We can post you up on the roof, post you up in, a, in the conference room overlooking the speed. We would be happy to facilitate That's that. That's awesome, man. Bring it. I look forward to All that right. happening. Look forward to that happening. Look forward to our next right. Two Guys Garage podcast. You guys take care. Two Guys Garage podcast is produced by Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.